Welcome back. It's Mike V from the record room, my house. It's a beautiful day out. It's been a beautiful week. It was spring break last week for a lot of students in high schools and and elementary schools and middle schools around the world, including New Jersey and New York, where I hail from. Uh, Thusly, we had a lot of visitors last week. Uh, Emily and I hosted... 12 people over the course of the last week. My family, my sister, her family, my dad, a couple old friends from New York. Uh, Tonight we're hosting again um, the wonderful, fantastic darling Molly Birch and her crew. Uh, but we already did a podcast with them, so we're just, nope, they're back on tour. Uh, But last week, not the least of our guests were the first family in rock and roll, as I think of them, the rock and roll high fives, um, who are, as you'll soon find out, a mom, dad, son, daughter, rock and roll band that eschew all gimmick and fucking rock. And um, beyond that, they're some of my favorite people in the world and, and Emily's favorite people in the world. And whenever they come through, we're more than ecstatic to have them um, beyond being a totally badass rock and roll fan uh, band excuse me um, they're they're just great people I've known mom and dad for I don't know how many years a long time they used to sneak me into Maxwell's to see rock shows when I was a teenager when I was probably not too much older than their own kids um, and then son and daughter, Eileen and Everin, um, have grown up before our eyes to be really cool, really fantastic, engaging, awesome kids, not to mention fucking badass performers, uh, badass rock and rollers. Everin is a ridiculous drummer, and Eileen is becoming an amazing singer. She already is an amazing singer, but every time I see them, she just owns it more and more and more, and and they're great. And, um, you know, Emily and I not only look at them as friends, but, you know, kind of as mentors. And, and uh, in a way, I mean, we see what they do as parents and as and as partners. And and and, and uh, oftentimes we ask ourselves, like, hey, what, what would those guys do in this situation? And, uh, you know, it's because of that that Joe, dad slash guitar, uh, married us last year. He was, uh, well, a justice of the peace married us, but Joe was on stage performing this ceremony. And, and the reason behind it being that, you know, as a, as a husband and a dad, I mean, there are a few people, my own dad, my brother-in-law, um, whom I hold in higher regard as a person than Joe. And I feel the same exact way about his family, his wife and his kids. And, and they've become our family. So it was a little weird interviewing them as it is, you know, trying to get a story out of people who you know all the stories about. Not all the stories, but, um, you know, a lot of the stories. Uh, and uh, nonetheless, we it was fun, as everything is with this crew, and we're happy to have them in the record room doing a podcast for the people on my floor. Um, so without further ado, the rock and roll high fives from New Jersey. So, these so, guys are these guys are jockeying and wrestling for position here. 
This, I'm not sure which episode of the people on my floor this is because one of our um, files was corrupted and we lost the entire thing. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. terrible. See what happens? We started recording and you jumped right into the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is, Calm down. Is that the interview you did with Elvis, Mike? Uh, <laughs> Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're here in Chapel Hill. It's a beautiful day. Yes. Uh, again, I'm not sure which episode this is, but the people on my floor with the first family of rock and roll, the yeah. rock and roll high fives. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Awesome. From, where do you guys say you're from? We're from just New Jersey. New Jersey. You just say New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. The Garden State. Um, so, all right. So, the first thing that people notice about the rock and roll high fives is pretty obvious, is that these guys are a family band. Joe, dad, plays guitar. Mom, Glory, plays the bass. Daughter, Eileen, sings and plays theremin and some tambourine, right? A little bit. A little percussion. <laughs> and Everin, the son, plays the drums. How, and how old are you guys? Eileen is... 14, turning 15 in 13 days. 13 days. <laughs> and I am 12, turning 13 in June. Cool. So, so. when you guys are setting up, right... People are like, oh, here we go. Like, look at yeah. this gimmick. Yeah. Bullshit. One time uh -huh. we had a show and wasn't, didn't someone say, what did they say? Oh, yeah, at the House of Independence in Asbury Park, this guy goes, oh, great. What do we got? The um, School, School of Rock. School of Rock coming up. Yeah. And, then what, and then what happens? And then we and then rock we their rock. socks off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, that was that a, feeling that was is like pretty awesome, actually. Actually, I, like, oh, like this family, like Partridge family, and then we come and rock, and they're like, Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. During that set, actually, I think I gave that guy the evil death stare when we started really rocking. Mom does that a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, all right. So, so take me back to the nexus of the band. So, I should disclaim that uh, I've known this band and family for as long as they've been a family before they were a band. Um, before, we before we were a family. Before you guys were a family, exactly. Yeah. I knew your parents. I've known your parents longer than you've known your parents. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, take me back to the the start, w the primordial ooze of rock and roll high fives. Dad, you can. Okay. Um, yeah. That's. Um, it started pretty much when I was um, playing guitar when the kids were born. Uh, uh, came off the road with the band called Plug Spark Sanjay and. Um, Glory, you know, told me she was pregnant. I was like, well, this band's over. It's time to be a dad and get responsible. And uh, so I started doing that. And I, when, when I was born, I still played guitar all the time. You know, I had the itch to write all the time and play. I really wanted to play out there. And as I started getting older, uh, I started writing songs with her. And we would sing around the house. She'd grab a tambourine. Um, piano, I tried. piano, she tried. And I just would always be like, oh, yeah, just a company, company with, uh, yeah, play on that bongo. And, and I would just never like show her how to do things, but just kind of just tell her to do it, you know, just do this while we write this song together. And then we recorded them, and then um, we started getting into it. And then um, and it kind of started to fizzle out just a little bit because um, you know she started going to school and getting older. And Everin was really young, so you're. Yes, and then Everin was Everett. young, and then I was juggling that, and then I bought a drum set kind of out of like a, a midlife crisis type thing, and I was like. When my buddies would come over to play drums, I would just say, dude, get on the drums. Dad's playing guitar, you know? And then um, I was like, hey, Evan, why don't you give it a shot? And he was around like eight years old. And um, yeah, he had he had to, he just had this great natural ability to keep time. And 
and that was it. It was just like I, I got the guitar out and I just started playing for like an hour and everyone <laughs> just playing this one beat That's over one and beat. over. And um, we just started progressing from there. We just started writing songs. Yeah. And then, and then I, I came down and I was like, oh, I want to write a song with you guys. want to play with you guys. And then we st we wrote our first, like, two tunes. It was and bad. Then, yeah. And then <laughs> Mom came and was like, hey, what am I going to do? So Dad bought her a bass. And the deal was we got it for her birthday. And we're like, all right, you have, what was it, 30 days? 30 days. 30 days to decide because if you don't want to play bass, I have to return this. Yeah. And th then we were a band. Yeah, and mom and was like, nope, I'm going to um, do it. We got our first show about six months later. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty fast. Yeah. Um, Just going to say, that bass did not last long. Mom is yeah, very mom. picky with her basses. We got her what? Um, bases. A Hoffner bass. A Hoffner yeah. So it's like a Paul McCartney type looking yeah, bass. Yeah. Well, and she was like, light bass. oh, well, this one has this thing that hurts my neck or something. It was... So weird. She, she didn't like the feel of it. Yeah. Hey man, if, you, if it doesn't what? feel right, how's it gonna yeah. sound? Yeah, right? I mean, mom was too heavy. Well, we start. We started. I played that old bass that we have at home. It's like you know an old Fender, and it weighs about as much as Everin. Right. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I can't be holding this, you know. So then we got the Hofner, but that was too thick, so it was hard for me. Plus, I was learning. Yeah. So yeah, then I have my. Um, it, I think it like. Would Mom. hurt her like arms, yeah. I think, because it had like the spiky parts on it. Right. right. It's, yes, like, exactly. Weird. So now I have my little squire, and all is good. So not bases. I only had two bases. And now you want another one, though. <laughs> I would like. Yes. She wants a new bass. <laughs> and how you? So you were. So everyone, everyone's taking lessons. Them. Everyone's mm -hmm. taking drum lessons. Right. Yeah. And you're just singing. No, actually, um, last year I got I started getting um vocal lessons because Dad wanted me to progress, and he wanted me to um learn different vocal like strategies and warm-ups almost so that before a show i can do that and so i have a vocal teacher who helps me with my breath and okay. every time we try and get higher and higher notes um just to expand my like my range so then my the notes that i hit in like singing in the band will be like stronger and better and i won't like hurt my voice as much either so it's it's a lot of strategy for me mostly if you want to call it like a strategy but more like just like a, a good routine to have and practice like that and then gloria you started playing hold on i'm gonna, I'm gonna we're gonna try and place this a little bit better okay let's try this hey em. hey hello hey. and then gloria you started playing and joe is just showing you how to play Yes. The bass. Yes. Is he teaching you like notes or is he like, just play this jam? No, I, I pretty much just learn the songs. Joe has um, sat down and tried to teach me um, scales and, you know, uh, roots and stuff like that. Notes. Notes. Yeah. And I'm, uh, it's terrible to say, but because of time, I'm like, I just, I just have to learn the song. You know, so um, we're kind of hoping that uh, soon we'll have more time and then maybe I could really learn how to play bass because now I don't, I'm not a bass player. Right. I play bass. You play bass. I don't say It's that. a totally different thing. Right. So. And then on the other side of that coin, Joe, you've been playing the guitar for like 40 years. <laughs> yeah. 105. Mm -hmm. 105 years, yeah. according 105 to years. an interview we did once. Yes. yes. So, so how does like, uh, you know, do you have to like, do you got to take a chill pill? 
Yeah. Yes. No, well, they do. Well, <laughs> no. When Dad does. When, when you're write, when you're writing songs, do you have to be like these guys have only been playing bass for two years? Because yep. you're used to playing with like world class musicians in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Like myself, I'm. A, I, I can say. <laughs> <laughs> no, one hundred percent, man. I yeah. definitely have to um, take a chill when I'm writing a tune. I figured I would start off like Ramon style, you know, songs. But, you know, like, for me, if I have an idea in my head, um, I want to write a song like the Ramones, it doesn't come out like the Ramones, you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. not so easy. It, I mean, it, because so, you're, not, you're not the Ramones, you're right, the Rock and Roll right. Vibes. Right. So my idea of the Ramones was those early, uh, I, those early incarnations Simpler. of songs. Simple tunes, couple chords, not many changes. Not saying the Ramones are bad, because they're awesome. Their no, songs are phenomenal, just, they phenomenal. Were, Definitely, yeah. no, that was, a, it was definitely a, I wish I could have even came up with clever songs like those. Why use three chords when two do the job just fine? Exactly, right, you know? But so now that we're was trying it. to make more complex songs, mm-hmm. and we add, like, in our new song, Fear Without Love, we have a nice break, airy part, so mm-hmm. we're trying to get a little more complex. We have, like, bridges and different chords. Yeah, and, and, and try to kind of get more of a feel in those, like, more open parts, you yeah. know, where we're like, okay... We're gonna go for a while here because until it, it feels right. It doesn't have to be so fast. It doesn't have to be a three-minute song like we can write a four-minute song now. You know, it doesn't have to be really fast. Well, that's minutes. what a, a lot of bands do. That especially when they come from like the, the punk or the indie rock kind of world. Is your first couple of records, you're always trying to fill every single instant up, mm-hmm. and then you realize like, oh wait a minute, like maybe mm-hmm. we should have some negative space here. Yeah, like let yeah. that shit breathe. Yeah. Really smart bands do that from the start, but not everybody's really smart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or talented enough. Dude, right. Good right. Enough, and you know. Getting complex isn't easy because there have been some breakdowns getting some getting complex, uh, you know. It should be noted for the listeners that Evan just gave his mom a look implying that she <laughs> a look, is... look, he jabbed me. A jab. He, that that <laughs> yeah. she is the nexus of these breakdowns. Glory. Oh, I am. Glory, it's 16, not 8. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying. Eight measures, not you know, then sixteen. Yeah, yeah when, I mean, when, but then it all comes together. It's really rewarding. But exactly. in the beginning, it's hard for everyone. You know, like even me, I just just you know thinking, oh, she just has to sing and memorize her lyrics, so that's easy. Yeah, but no. still, you have to know the timing. Yeah. And the whole band has to be good, so then you can all come in together and know your stops and when to go. Like in Planets, we added a new stop, and like I have to know when to come mm-hmm. back in singing. Yeah. Do you do? Do you sing it the same way every night? No, not really. Or sometimes do you add I flourishes. sometimes I add different things. I mean, I have my like standard, um, just like how I know how it's recorded. Yeah. And then sometimes at shows I'll add in like a scream or not a scream, but I'll add a little more flavor. And sometimes I'll do it the same, but I don't think I do it the same every night. And I sa- I feel like I sound different on some nights too. So it just all depends. You so know? you guys have you're, you're you've done how many three 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 piece. Yep. And the third one's about to come out. No, the third, third one came out. out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it came out in October on Little Dickman Records. Records mm-hmm. yeah. um, I didn't do uh, any research. Uh, <laughs> Come on, That's Mikey. Fine. I thought you knew us. I do know you. I know you. <laughs> and I've seen you since then, which is why I probably have a copy. So, um, so you feel like your stuff is getting more complex. Yeah, and even um, like the newer songs that we're writing, we just have three new ones, but I can, yeah. they're already more complex from the album or the EP that we just put out. Mm. Or, I mean, right. like, um, 
Yeah, I'd say, but all of our songs are pretty strong, like in my opinion, especially the ones. You could play anyone on the show today. No, 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 not not could you, but you feel strong enough that like this every single song we've ever written can be performed now. No, no, not our earlier ones. Earlier ones lost. I mean, found a very bad song about our like the EP that we just put out this year. Right. The last two EPs. The last two. The last two. We actually, just before, when we were packing up to go on this um, spring break tour, Joe and I said, when we come home, we're going back to the first DP. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. And I really don't. Me neither. I really don't. Those songs because we just want to feel them. Yeah, I want to feel them. You want to rock again. Yeah. yeah. But it's really cool to see like the progression mm-hmm. that we've had you know, as a band and as a family. And just the other day, Joe commented that uh, he was looking at photos from back when we started, and he's like, you know, kids grow a lot, yeah. you know, oh, in yeah. three years. So he's like, wow, they were small. What was I thinking, yeah. you know? Yeah. I know. I and seen them, and I was like, I, was like, <laughs> I am nuts. Stage? What was I thinking? <laughs> they look like little babies, man. Yeah. And I'm putting them out here going like, yeah, we got a rock band. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys started touring. Also, it should be noted that you may be hearing some heavy breathing in the background, and that's not Everin because the drummers are always the mouth breather. That's actually the family dog, Ziggy, who's laying here, who tours yeah. with the band. Yeah. He's their band de facto manager. That's yeah. right. So you guys started touring. So you started doing shows, and you were doing, like, local shows, and then you were doing, like, what, like, school school so, stuff or like um no we no. actually did one school yeah for a fundraiser to get a playground for our friend's school okay we right. did that but we well, we we played our first show was the cemetery pushing up the daisies lucky sevens barbecue we played one in rawway we played with would you play like at, the pri- at the prison in Rahway? Like <laughs> oh, yeah, we played at Folsom the prison. prison kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> that live album awesome. coming out. It was like the Elvis, like, um, but we just played with friends, you know, most more, yeah. um, like we played a lot with Overlake in the beginning because they were our friends, or they are our friends. Right. <laughs> um, and whoever asked us, and then we were kind of just like, you know what, let's do a vacation, but let's also play. Let's take this on the road and see how it goes. You know, we can see friends and family. So then we did our first tour. And then we hit up our, our, old, our old friend, Mike V, this guy yeah. who was playing for the Everyman. He said, hey, man, can you help us everyone. out with some connections and, you know, uh, help us uh, book some shows at, like, record stores and things like that. And not only that, can we come and crash at your house when yeah, we come and eat your food? What did he, what uh, he, he say? <laughs> what did he say? He's kind of jerky. He yeah, he, he... took a while to answer yeah. the email and, yeah. like, you know... So, so you guys play pretty, like, adult shows. You don't, like, obviously you don't do, like, the... Where it's not, like we said before, it's not a gimmick. No. It, have you guys ever, like, have there been roadblocks? Like, you like last night you guys played at Reggie's, or two nights ago. Yeah. You played at Reggie's in Wilmington, which is, like, a, a pretty aggressive dive punk yeah. bar in Wilmington, yeah. North Carolina. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if they've ever had a 12-year-old. In a, in they a, haven't. Right. No. The guy, um, the guy said, there he goes, it is really weird having kids in here. Yeah. Because yeah. you were ordering, you're ordering yeah. like yeah. seltzers but, and ginger ales at the bar. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but the fu- so I'll, have a, so I'll nice. have a Coke. But, but the funny thing is, real, I'm sorry. Yeah. The funny thing yeah. is, he he was when he mentioned um, 
that it was really weird to see kids in the bar. He wasn't talking about Evan and Ailey because mm-hmm. we were all there with him with yeah. these other kids that were there, okay. like for um, the other families that came to see the band and stuff. So it was kind of funny. He like already overlooks them being young because right. they're in the band. They're in the band. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. cool. But there's <laughs> been times where we got offered a show and then they're like, sorry, but you guys are going to have to leave right after. So we right. decline those shows just because we want to see the other bands and we don't like to leave. You, you know, guys are like so. the Fugazi of the family rock scene. Like yeah. $5 yeah. shows, all yeah. ages, all the time. All the right. time. Yeah. Actually, oh, by the way. Yeah, so we decline those. Mm-hmm. But there's never really been problems, and it's usually because we're in the band and they don't really care and they know we're not going to do anything. We're just going to hang by our parents. Right. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, recently, months ago, there was a writing roadblock where we couldn't get ideas flowing through, like, but that's because we were putting out our album, right. so we were more focused on that and not on writing new stuff. Right. Because we have about three songs in April, and usually every year we have more than three songs in April. Yeah. And we just got our third song like done. And that's when you record them when you have yeah, three. Yeah, we usually yeah. we record actually spring last year we did. I mean, break. this year we, we threw out a lot of songs. We threw out maybe three songs. Okay. Yeah. Which is a lot for us because we usually just like yeah, maybe even more. How do you guys maybe write tunes? More. Like who, dad. so dad comes to the table. He dad stays up until four AM writing his tunes yeah. and then the next day he'll come it's after hard. school, pick up Evan, he'll be like, I got a song, like let's go work it out or he'll play it for me. Right. And then I'll hear it and I'll be like, Yeah, it's good or maybe like you know, work on it a little more, and then him and Evan will go down. And usually they change the song a little bit because, you know, you're adding drums, so you change parts and add things. And then when that's done, Dad and Evan record it on the phone, and they send it to me. And then I write the lyrics. Uh, on the first three EPs, I would write them with Dad, and I would write most of them, but he would help me out. But these last three songs, I wrote them completely on my own. Nice. So um, what, do you mean? what do you mean, like, you wrote... Um, you wrote the the guitar parts? No, the lyrics. Just the lyrics. Yeah. So before that, he was helping you out with that. Yeah. And then um, and then we would show the, mo- the song to mom. Dad would tell her the chords and notes, and then we'd all play it together like for as long as it took to get it good. And, yeah. You guys have pretty hardcore practices. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what happens? It's like we have There's an, some crying. We practice, for, we practice for a... Th- <laughs> For like 30 minutes, and then we break down, and everyone starts crying. Then we have a long talk, and it's like 30 minutes, and then we practice again. <laughs> do you guys, do you, do you find that the worse the practice is, the better the show is? Hmm. Isn't that isn't that That's the rule of, of rock and roll? When you, have, when you have a great practice the night before a show, the show always sucks. Oh, oh. you know and what? You, I agree. And you have a terrible practice. I don't like practicing the day before a show. Yeah, mom's yeah. like, we have that. to practice. We have to practice. Yeah. She's really crazy about practicing. She will be practicing the day of the show, yeah. practicing her bass like. Right. We just had a big blowout about that just the other day when. Um, Mom set this like schedule. schedule. She was like, "Okay, we're going on the road," and it's like this day, this day, this day, this day. And I was just like, it "Holy moly!" Happen. Well, guess what? Yeah, none of the practices were like all of them were scheduled, but we weren't practicing, and it was like, "What's going on here?" And um, then we went downstairs and we got into a big argument, and it was like yeah. tears and yelling. Yeah, and a lot of tears for me. Make me cry right now. And practicing. <laughs> no, but it, I Mom's mean, a little sensitive. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, but we need is. that, though. We need that to but keep on track. But the thing is, you know? is that it it may sound unhealthy, but for us, it's healthy because we get it out. We like express how we're feeling, and then we're able to 
take that and be like, okay, now we know this is what we have to work on, and then, you know, next time we're able to fix it. And I think we've been doing a pretty good job of, like, trying to talk it out and try and, like, make it better so we can have more effective practices and, like, be on the road together and not be so bad. Because even on the road, like, we get in fights, you know. Not in fights, you know, not fist fights, but we get in disagreements. And we're able to just, like, (laughs) we're able just to, like, you know, not talk for a couple minutes to get mad, but then after we'll apologize, talk it out, and everything will be cool, and right. then we'll try not to do it the next time. So well, you guys are learning rock and roll and life communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they are saying what doesn't kill you will make you stronger. That's right. That's well, right. if this band doesn't kill us, it's going to make us stronger <laughs> yeah, as a family. No so, um, what? I'm just going to say, Ailey, saying that we don't get into fist fights is a total lie. Well, not with He's, mom and dad. Well, not with mom and dad. <laughs> so your parents don't beat you is what you're saying. She's yeah. trying to hide the fact that she is very aggressive no. okay. towards me. Because you push my buttons. Oh, I'll All push right. your buttons a little. Boom. Okay, so right. I don't punch him. I give him a little nudge. For oh, the yeah. people who are listening to this, we're a typical family. Yeah, There's no way that a brother and sister could be in a band, survive in an RV together, and not fight. That's right. I mean, I mean it's not. Kids who just live together was, get in fights all the time. Right, so what you guys do? We would yes. have to go see a psychiatrist if they were not fighting. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys, three years ago, you bought an RV? Two years yeah. ago? Two years ago. No, three. Not it's going to be three this summer. It's going to be three, three this summer. summer. Yeah. So, two, wow, so, so three two years ago. Two and a half. Two and a half. Three. Um, just say three. We're just going to say three. We're yes. saying three. Three. <laughs> three. Make it easy. So three years ago. So two and a half years ago, <laughs> you guys bought a van. Well, three years ago, you guys bought a van. An RV. RV. And and that was when you guys started touring around in yeah. earnest. And hold on, hey, sorry, I had to yell at my own sister. See, it See, happens yeah. even when you're in your thirties for turning the water on. <laughs> but there was no fist fight. There was no fist fight when we were their I mean, age. There may have been that. a fist fight. Um, so you got this. So you started taking your show on the road. Yeah. Um, and how you know, how did that how did that happen? How did that start to progress? How did you know to where you are now, where you guys are like a, a full blown like touring machine? Like you guys are like mm-hmm. every spring break, every fall break, every summer. It seems like you guys are doing tours. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. you just were like, because I know before this band, you guys used to take road trips all the time. Like, sure, mm-hmm. yeah, we rented. So we thought, why not just mix the two things that we love? Like when we were even younger, we would always go to RV expos. We took an RV out to the West Coast one time, and we were like. Why don't we go on tour because we love music? We want to get it out there and play and see things, see people. And then the RV, which we love doing and we want to do more of, and we mix those two together so that we could go on tour and then go to cool places and see cool things too at the same time. Yeah. So you guys are doing like a whole like... (laughs) That was the dog's... Footprint. That was the dog's footprint. Footsteps. Yeah. Footsteps. So right now, go ahead. I was going to say, basically, like, everything that we've done, all our decisions have been about, like, um, uh, making it, like, an experience for the kids to remember. So, like, yeah. we start playing. We're like, oh, this would be really cool if we jammed as a family. Okay, let's record it so that we could have it. Right. Okay. For posterity. Exactly. Right. Then a friend said, hey, why don't you come and play? Right. You know, and then when we started playing and being invited more and more places to play, Joe's like, well, why don't we 
take it on the road and show the kids what it's like to play in other places. So it's always been about like showing the kids an experience, right. you know, making it about like, you know, and then uh, as learning got, and growing. And then it just started becoming yeah. its right. uh, uh, thing um, to itself, right? But yeah. also, you, you know, and, and seeing the ways you guys kind of operate, you know, as a family, you know, it's also like, you know, you're not mom and dad picking up slack for the kids. You guys load your own gear, right? I mean, for the most part, Mostly. I've seen, yeah. I've seen yeah. Joe, I've seen Joe load plenty of drums. Yeah. Despite yeah. the fact that he doesn't play drums, ever. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We all pitched in. <laughs> yeah. no, it's just that Dad's listen. really strong. Without a doubt, yeah. Dad does the heavy lifting. Everyone's yeah. definitely been doing a lot. Of, I've been you know, breaking mom. down. Every, you go out and talk, and I break down the drums. That's what we've been listen, doing recently. Listen, so. mom. Mom is definitely next in line, who carries most of the weight after yeah. me, and then it comes. Then comes Everin. Then comes Ivy. <laughs> Ivy's I mean, like, just, I got my theremin. Yeah, yeah. She's like a, you know, she got the lightest thing, and she she gets the lightest kind of awkward thing, like the mic stand. Like, that and happened. She, and, wait, wait. One and she holds time. it like. Like right, you know, sideways, so it's like takes up. Like okay, oh, oh I see. You can't walk down the corridor. Okay, you have to navigate. Carrying, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've this been is... carrying my amps out before. Okay. No, you could. You could. Talk. She was carrying her amp <laughs> and like a drum. She almost like fell. No, over. I was carrying she was, like, my my about my amp, pass. which is really heavy. Oh, she was about pass to pass out. <laughs> I was carrying my amp, my theremin, and my like um stand right. through this narrow hallway, and I couldn't like do it anymore. And I was just like. And everyone was so ahead of me, and I was like, "Dude, I can't. I like need I your carried help." So okay, put like a stuff floor down tom and, and a, a bunch of other stuff. I put my stuff down, ran towards Ivy, grabbed okay. all the stuff from her, went back. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. yeah Good job. And that's what I always say. See what I mean? He 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 gets mad about it, but I'm like, yeah, I do that all the time, and I don't yeah. get mad. And dad dri- and dad drives all and, the time. And he drives. doesn't rub it in our face, so <laughs> it's right. like. All right. So let me ask you this: Each one of you guys. Before we get into our seven random questions, okay. you need to each tell me one at a time what was the coolest thing you've seen. So you guys have been, what, oh, you guys have been to a lot of states yeah. on these tours, yeah. and you guys not counting the trips you guys took as a family, strictly yeah, speaking as men. So what was the coolest thing you've seen, and what was the coolest thing you've learned being in this band? Eileen, mm-hmm. start with Eileen and go All down right, the line. This is hard. Mm-hmm. The coolest thing I've seen. Mm-hmm. God, this is really hard. Um, well, obviously, every town that we go to has a different like wow factor, and that makes it special. But for me, something that was really cool, like that we did on tour, was um, when we were with you and we got we went on the intercoastal like waterway, like yeah. on the boat. Yeah, with Uncle like, Jim. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. awesome because we would never do that if we weren't on tour and if we weren't right. like hanging out with you guys. Um, and then something I learned, I probably just learned more about everyone in the band and just like how we work together and how we can be more efficient and yeah, just learning more about each other's kind of, um, and patience and yeah. Sorry, Lance just dropped the toy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You were saying, just leave it there until we're done with this. I think we just learned more about each other and how we work and how we can cooperate and do things on the road together. Hold on. All right. Sorry. All right, Everin. Was that the end of your answer? Yeah, that was it. That All right. was. Okay. Okay. So, the coolest thing I've seen that is very hard, but 
I think. Oh my god. I, <laughs> the key is to be thinking about it when she's answering yeah. the question. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> cool things I saw, Everett. Everett. Well, Mom, you have something? Maybe one. I feel yeah, like every around. place we've seen has, like I said, has a different wow factor. Yeah. Some of them a little less than others, but I think the greatest thing I've seen though is just the whole country, how people are different, how cities are different, mm-hmm. how they're the same. So mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest, the, the coolest thing I've seen. The coolest thing I've learned is that Mikey and Emily are really good people. <laughs> I've learned that <laughs> they let us stay at their house, they let us crash there. Thank you. Well, they yeah, take they us to Durham and they make us tours and sauce. stay with you guys four times. That's right. Yeah. And they take us to Durham Bull games and stuff. Make yep. us food. Oh, that was cool. Make us food. Yeah, we went to the Durham Bulls game last night. Does that night. count as a cool thing or it has to be band related? No, no, oh. yeah, whatever you want. Oh, man. okay. I mean, definitely for me, the coolest thing was probably going to Graceland in Memphis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moms. I mean that. That was really, Mom, that was super cool. Did you go in the plane? No, did you go in Elvis's yeah, plane? We went in the yeah, we had the planes. Those GCD planes were crazy. Woo. The bed with did, a big, huge seat belt that goes over the bed. Did you hear the story? Did they tell the story about the... Um, peanut butter? The sandwiches? Yes. Yeah. The sandwiches? Yeah. Peanut butter and banana. Tell that story. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was John Stamos was telling the story, I think, on our guide <laughs> on the guide. iPad. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was like two in the morning or something, yeah. and he was and Elvis and his buddies were partying and having fun, and they got real hungry and they wanted uh, peanut butter and bacon, oh peanut yeah. butter and banana sandwiches, yeah. and there was only like it wasn't he, chocolate and banana, it was no, one of those. it was uh, peanut, peanut butter, 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 and he yeah. specifically wanted the one. Um, uh, his favorite um, like per- diner, diner makes it in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> so they flew out to Denver, Colorado yeah, that night and back and they got their sandwiches, got their man. Sandwiches. It's like, that's How pretty cool rock and roll. <laughs> pretty was, rock and roll. You know, he seemed to really live a modest, mo- a modest house. Um, no, a modest life. For exactly. how big he was. Right. Yeah. I mean, his house was really modest and um, it was incredible. really cool. You know, and it was just I, that was so that was a really cool thing that we got to do. Um, something cool I've learned is that, um, you know, and I've always learned this on all tours that people are really nice, you know, and that's the yeah. coolest thing because, yeah. you know, there's that a lot of people in rock and roll, people think they're like, um, you know, scround, you know, like just kind of lazy or, or, or like slackers or, or like. Evil or yeah, these metal or rockers, you know, they you got a beard or weird hairdos or piercings, <laughs> yeah. it's like or tattoos. But when you meet them, they're just like super kind, yeah. super like open, open arms. arms, warm people, welcoming. and and welcoming. And that's like definitely the coolest thing I've learned. Always being on the road, um, again, people opening their homes to you, like hey, you got a place to crash if you need or a shower. That's awesome. Yeah. I find that the heavier the music, the nicer the people. The nicer yeah. the people, yeah. Uh-huh. If, you, if, you, like, if you try and hang out with a bunch of wussy indie rockers, they're bastards. Pop-pop <laughs> <laughs> oasis. Oh, no. and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then you hang out with the, with, the, with the heavy metal guys, and they're the sweetest yeah, dudes on so earth. so nice, yeah. It's true. So, all right, Gloria, what about you? What, 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 what was the coolest thing you've seen? Well, obviously, I was going to say Graceland, but... Um, oh, you don't so have to. So okay. you're more centered. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're only working with one mic. We've never had this many people. Because it was funny. Just move it. I was trying to have fun. Now you guys look like you're posing for a, a, port, a family portrait. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Um, all right, so if I'm not going to say Graceland, I would say that um, on our first tour, we went to this place um, in Naples called Wiggins State Park. And it's awesome. It's like you could throw as many people in your car for $5, you know, and, you know, park, you know, state park style, whatever. And you come out of, it's almost like pine trees and woods. And you're on this pristine beach on the Gulf of Mexico. Right. The water was like 85 degrees. And we're in there and a dolphin swam right by us. So that was pretty wild. It was fun. Um, and what I learned, I mean, exactly what Joe said about people, you know, I was going to say something like funny, like I learned how to like kick ass, make a provolone ham and <laughs> avocado sandwich standing up yeah. while driving in the RV. Yeah. Crank up the, uh, generator, make some toast and, uh, mm-hmm. let it rip. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have not spilled hard. anything yet. And you, you learn how to, um, you learn how to, uh. Uh, suspend your sense of disgust at bathrooms all around the country and just kind of deal with it. Totally. She does it. has not figured that one out yet, but someday she will. Yeah. Ily, um, recently, Ily was like, so... Those Don't say anything really embarrassing because I'll yeah, cut it out. Like, this bathroom, and it has a peacock with like a bunch of eyes on it, and it looks like yeah, it's Yeah, the staring. feathers were eyeballs, so it got me really creeped out. Like, they were staring at me. I couldn't... Well, we... So we the men's bathroom. But the great part about it is that we have the RV. Exactly. So I just went out and used RV bathroom. So, and it is actually very convenient yeah. because there's times where, you know, not only is it, uh, you know, maybe the bathroom is not so nice, but it's not so private. Right. And it's like, okay, great. I could go out to the RV. Yeah. Sweet. Well, we used to have the two-thirds rule, which was uh, it has to have a door, a toilet seat, or toilet paper. My, my if it has two of those three things, then you have to use it. We, yeah. If it doesn't have two of those three, then you can ask us to go to the next place. Dude. Right. But if it has Dude. two of those three, then you got to use it. And I, was, I go to the I'm like, the men's room didn't have like a toilet seat. There was like writing all over, stuff all over. She's like, there's like a couple stickers in there. There wasn't stickers. But there, okay. there are other hey, places. Everybody has their thing. That's right. Yeah, they're everywhere. You know? We have to be respectful. All right, let's do right, seven the questions. seven questions. Seven quirky questions. The seven random, random questions. questions. The seemingly random questions. All right. All right. How do you come up with these? Uh, just the, whatever comes to my mind. Um, all right. The Geico Gecko or uh, um, Flow? Flow. Geico Gecko. Cheeseburgers or burritos? Cheeseburgers. Burritos. 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 Burgers. Who said burgers? Just you, just Everett. All right. A fast offense or a strong defense? Defense. Defense. <sighs> defense. We'll go. We'll go. Defense wins championships. Okay. Um, flip-flops or uh, shoeless? Oh. I'll go flip-flops. Shoeless. I'll Should go flip-flops. 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 We could go more places. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't like walking on rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sudden death or golden goal? I mean, um, no, that was that was a wrong thing that I wrote. I'm sorry. We're gonna skip that one because sudden death is golden goal. Uh, cupcakes or ice cream? Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Cupcakes. Wow. My teeth are sensitive. To oh, cold. you're right. You're right. Iced tea, seeing as we're in North Carolina, sweet or unsweet? Sweet. I don't drink iced tea. I like it unsweetened lately, lately so I'd have too. to say unsweetened. Yeah. Say sweet. sweet and no iced tea. All right, and then since we only had since I wrote the, basically the same thing for one of those questions. The bonus seventh question. Um, 
I know he's like, he's like in the, he's yeah. in the starting block. he's gonna win a prize. I'm getting ready for the seventh he, bonus question. They right. can't see us, right? I'm gonna, no, they can't see. So Everin is, 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 is on his haunches. Yeah. I'm ready for the He's song. ready to the bite the head off the microphone. Off. All right, uh, Cindergard or Degrom? Cindergard. Cindergard, yeah. I mean, you know what? Degrom was the man uh, two years Sorry, ago. Sorry, Degrom. I know, man. I'm going to wear my DeGrom shirt to the show tonight. Well, you know what? I said that because during the, was it the World Series? DeGrom was pitching and we all wore our DeGrom shirts. Oh, and he tanked. He tanked. He totally, totally let us down. He's still good, but Syndergaard's just better. He like, what was his ERA last year? Two points something? Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. All right, so the new album. Do you answer those questions? Do I answer them? <laughs> All right, I'll answer them. Do a new thing. I would go with Flo. Flo. I would go with Burrito over Cheeseburgers. Wow. I would go with the strong defense yeah. 100% of the time. Yeah, uh, shoeless, oh, but I grew up on the beach, so we didn't really have shoes. Um, ice cream, for sure. Unsweet, and Jacob deGrom. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he's going DeGrom. I'm going DeGrom. DeGrominator. DeGrominator. <laughs> I'm going with Jim Brewer, actually, out of all of them. Jim Brewer, sorry. Jim Brewer, yeah, we love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so what? Jim Brewer, Brewer, Brewer show. Concert, yes. You went to a show? Yeah, went to a show. Oh, yeah. awesome. All right, so what, um, where can, uh, well, you guys got signed to a label is something yeah. we forgot to mention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said Little Dickman, Little Dickman Records. Little Dickman Records, man. You know, that was kind of funny how it happened because we were coming home from, was it our summer tour or mm-hmm. spring? Summer, summer tour. Yeah. And we were playing the Yacht Club, which we're playing on Saturday in Asbury Park. Which and is not a Yacht Club, it should be noted. It's it's, a, it's actually a, a cool bar. Yeah, it's a cool bar. And um, right on the boardwalk. So we were playing and Little Dickman was there, Chris and Amy. And Dad was like, hey, you know Little Dickman, it would be really cool if you signed us for um, this <laughs> record. And he just said it on stage. And after, I was like, Dad, you can't do that. But then after, they went up to Dad and they were talking. And then they signed us and uh, they released our... EP, so that was awesome. I was like, yeah, you know, easy. do more of that, Dad. Yeah, man. So these guys are super active on Facebook Live. They yeah. do contests every day on tour where you could win cool stuff like a mason jar of my gravy yeah, or um, right. what else have you guys oh, given away? Roadside America. Oh, we did a Roadside hat, America hat, a mug, a, mug okay. um, a T-shirt from where we played uh, Hey Day Guitars. guitars. Yep. Um, then we did, yep, your gravies, two jars, which... Another winner um, asked for the for the jar was like oh it's jealous. So we're because, giving up our jar. So we're giving up our jar. So now we have could, two. I'll jars. get you another jar. Yeah, see, <laughs> so your jar, so your so your grave is going really fast. It's going viral. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going viral. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so a lot of good prices. So where could people watch the live videos on Facebook? Facebook, Facebook Live, uh, Rock and Roll High Fives. If you look up Rock and Roll as uh, one word, so we do it Rock with the letter N Roll. As one word, and, and high fives, we spell H-I-F-I-V-E-S as one word, H-I-F-I-V-E-S. So, so, rock, so rock, letter N, roll, H-I, yeah. letter, uh, word five, yes. F-I-V-E-S. Yes. And same with Instagram or no? It's R&R. At R&R, high fives, H-I fives. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to listen to a new song. I'm not sure which yet because Ooh. my producer, a.k.a. wife, is... Um, I don't know what she's doing. I think she's working because it's working. Thursday. Because right it's Thursday at two in the afternoon, <laughs> and I don't have a job, uh, but she does. And rock and roll high fives. I, I can't promote the tour because by the time this is out, you guys will be home. 
But uh, keep well, well, we've got a lot of shows we coming up. Tons of shows. Play playing with us yes. on May, May 13th. Music Festival, hopefully. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff coming on. We have a lot of, stuff, lot of, stuff a lot of double cool. shows. And then the summer tour. We'll be back out in the summer. And back here at Mikey's house. Come on. <laughs> yeah. we got the house Yay. now. All right, rock and roll high five. Yes. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you, Thank you guys. Thank you, Mike. All right, here we go. Here's a song from Rock and Roll High Five's new EP. Uh, the sound, the beat, the dragons roar. The beat, the sound, yeah, the, the dragons, dragons roar. roar. Yeah. The yeah. beat, the sound, the dragons roar. I'm again. I'm not sure which song yet. We'll decide later. But here it is. Yeah. 